0: Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chansey, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, ChristopherChansey.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at Patreon.com slash ChristopherChansey. Thank you for the moment of your time, and now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Chapter 36, Footage. Princess Crash beamed at the screen. You can take the media's highly edited account. The screen showed the footage of Sir Noble being slammed down by her gravity spear before it cut to her blasting him with her energy pistol. It returned to Princess Crash beaming at the screen. Which technically did happen, but not quite in the order that they would lead you to believe. Or you can believe my footage, which to be fair, was edited too for sound quality, timeliness, and to protect her alter egos. What can I say? I like to go to the grocery store without being hassled. She pointed at the wall behind her. Do you viewers like our new decoration? I think it adds a certain classiness to the decor. Hanging the wall between two bookshelves was Sir Noble's sword. Well, until my next post on Theater of Heels, this is Princess Crash saying, Good night. Erica pressed the stop button, and an image of her on the screen froze. She looked up from the tablet at Jefferson. He had a small smile on his face. What do you think? I just released the inaugural episode into the world. He patted her on the shoulder. You are a genius. She smiled back at him. Thanks. I must say your timing was impeccable. I thought so too, Erica said. Let's finish watching Sir Noble's press conference. They looked up from her tablet and Jefferson pressed play on the news channel they had paused. They looked up from her tablet and Jefferson pressed play on the news channel they paused. Higher level heroes almost always held a press conference within a few days after every caper. Every member of the Capes Corps did so. A few months back, Erica and Jefferson watched Pyrexia and Southpaw field their questions of their successful caper in mute rage. Before that, Erica sat through Sleek's detailed account of her many inadequacies to the press. She then had the distinct displeasure of watching it later through circulating news feeds. It still circulated through her personal social media account on occasion. This time, she was ready. As the video played, she saw the lone Sir stand behind the stage with a relatively small crowd of reporters in the first two rows. The rest of the amphitheater was empty. He looked around at them stiffly. Jefferson snorted beside her. Clearly... He thought he would garner more attention. Erica snickered. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Sir Noble, The first reporter raised his hand. He pointed at her. Yeah, Charlotte? How are you faring after your recent battle with the villainous pair of Princess Crash and Weatherman? Huh. How did I garner a second billing? Weatherman grumbled. Quiet! Erica told him. I want to hear what he has to say. Sir Noble gave a dismissive wave. Me? (laughs) I'm fine. It's those two who are laid up somewhere licking their wounds. Erica and Jefferson gave each other sidelong looks. They didn't know what to do against my magical sword. He held up a sword that was identical to the one Erica had taken from him post-battle. He slashed it through the air before stowing it at his side. Between its magic and my fighting prowess, there was simply no match for me. A second reporter raised their hand. He waits to him to ask his question. Sir Noble, what do you have to say about the accusations of alleged brutality on your part? Sir Noble gripped the sides of the podium and leaned in aggressively. I'm deeply offended by these base claims. They are complete lies. I have been nothing but lenient and fair to the villains I have fought, many of which are downright evil and don't deserve such restraint. But I uphold it anyways my name, for God's sakes, Sir Noble. He continued, I will say this of everyone I have ever encountered, Princess Crash and Weatherman are the absolute worst of the worst. If I ever face them again, I will have no choice but to attack them without any measure of restraint. Jefferson arched an eyebrow, oh Really? As he finished his statement, Sir Noble looked up and the reporters turned around at a sudden commotion in the back of the amphitheater. The camera panned back to see a crowd of people come into the room. Seeing their press passes, Sir Noble said in the mic, I was wondering where everyone was. He waited until everyone settled in. As they did so, several of the new reporters raised their hands. Sir Noble looked around the room. Although his helmet obscured his features, His fidgeting behind the podium spoke volumes. This was an unusual precedent. He tentatively pointed to one of the newcomers. The reporter asked, Sir Noble, have you had the chance to see Princess Crash's video account of your battle with her? Sir Noble straightened up. Um, what? Erica grinned. No, not when I released it, only 10 minutes before his press conference, directly to the news. There was only a moment of stunned silence before the dam broke, and all the reporters stood up, rapidly vying for attention. Sir Noble! Sir Noble! Is it true that Princess Crash used a can of pepper spray on you? Did you really threaten to kill Princess Crash during your battle? How do you suppose a deep-powered weatherman bested you at sword fighting while using only a cane? Do you really think Shakespeare is lame, boring, and hard to understand? What do you have to say about the sword that they confiscated in their footage that is now hanging in the backdrop of Princess Crash's video? Is your sword really magical? Are you a meta? Have you been lying about your meta status all these years? In the end, Erica's only regret was that she forgot to pop some popcorn to munch on while she and Jefferson watched the fiasco that ensued. With unrepentant glee, she watched Sir Noble off-balance and under duress admit to his lies over the years. In the minutes that followed, he admitted that his sword wasn't magical and that he was indeed a meta. However, when the press began to probe him further on his defeat by Weatherman with a walking stick, it proved too much for him to take. The reporters cried out as all their mics were flung backwards out of their hands and Sir Noble fled the room, sobbing. Jefferson clicked the TV off and snorted. That could not have happened to a nicer fellow. Erica nudged him. Agreed. Her cell phone rang. She sighed as she looked at the image of her parents on the screen. You better answer it. We both know that they will just ring it off the hook until you do. I know, she said, massaging her temple. She pressed the answer button, allowing the audiovisual feed. Hello? Her parents' worried faces appeared on the screen. "'Sweetie? Are you okay?' "'I'm fine, Mom. Really.' Her parents gasped, and Erica went inwardly. She had forgotten about her twin black eyes that she had received thanks to her face smacking into her dashboard. Touching her face lightly, Erica said, "'Oh, this, this is nothing.' "'Don't tell us it's nothing, young lady,' her father snapped. "'That was a hell of a bump you took when your flying car crashed.' "'Are you sure you're okay?' I'm fine. That crash looked much worse than it was, but Penelope's force field protected me from the brunt of the damage. Erica's eyes bulged. She looked from Jefferson's stunned face beside her to her parents. Aha! shouted her dad. So you finally admit to being Princess Crash. I guess I do, she said tentatively. When no head pain struck, she went on. Yes, I'm Princess Crash. Ha! I knew it! She whispered to Jefferson off-screen. How is this possible? Jefferson shook his head. I guess when they guess it for themselves, it falls under some sort of psychic loophole. Oh. So I guess that means I can't say anything about the boy Her voice cut off, as she seized with a sudden familiar pain across her temple. No, you cannot talk about that, Jefferson said dryly. Sweetie, where did you go? Asked her mom. Erica poked her head back into the camera angle. I'm right here, mom. Beside her mom, her dad was dancing a little victory jig in his seat, chanting, I knew it, I knew it. Her mom patted him on the shoulder. Yes, yes, Harold. You're very clever. Now pipe down. Sweetie, are you sure you are okay? That fight with that serum Noble brute looks... Awfully violent. But my Erica showed that armor wearing bully a thing or two, her dad chimed in. Didn't she? Erica beamed despite herself. I had help from you, Dad. That pepper spray really caught his attention. I know, he cried out. I told you that would come in handy. Sure did. Her mom pushed herself to the forefront of the screen. Are you alone, or is he there? Erica rolled her eyes. If you're talking about my partner, yes, he is here. Jefferson shook his head vehemently at her. No, do not point that thing's at... He grimaced before inclining his head. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Belfry. Their expressions darkened. You shot my son with a lightning bolt! Erica's mom growled. Jefferson fidgeted in his seat. Yes, um... That was most unfortunate. I am sorry about that. Could you please extend my deepest apology to Officer Belfry as well? I have nothing but admiration for law enforcement personnel. Her dad snorted. Really? You have a funny way of showing it? Robin Banks and such? I can appreciate how you would see it that way. Her dad's eyes hardened. Are you two like a... Thing now? Her mom grimaced. Oh, Harold. Erica tilted her head as she looked at her dad. Thing? Her dad looked away embarrassed, but he carried on stubbornly. You know, a thing. Like, you know, a couple. There was a moment of stunned silence where everyone stared at Harold Belfry. Then all at once, the dam broke. "'What? God, no!' Erica exclaimed. Beside her, Jefferson sat up in his seat. "'Certainly not!' Her mom just shook her head. "'Well, how were we—' "'Don't add me to this statement,' her mom interrupted. "'How was I supposed to know?' said her dad. "'Seriously, Dad? Seriously?' Erica pointed at Jefferson. "'He's, like, old enough to be my dad!' "'I certainly am,' Erica continued. "'Heck!' He's old enough to be my grandpa. Jefferson scowled. Well, I wouldn't go quite that far. I mean, that's just gross. Erica shivered. Leh! Jefferson waved her down. Okay, okay, we get it. I'm not a viable, dateable material. There's no need to macerate an old man's ego in the process. On the screen, her mom chuckled. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater Appeals. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. My other podcast, The Skies Embrace, is an epic fantasy that follows the exploits of the crew of the skyship The Maiden's Arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com/slash ChristopherChancy. There, you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.